0: Good morning, Sagisa, and good morning to your listeners. Now, Mr. Vavi, it was not just about e-tolls. What did you make overall of Premier David Makura's State of the Province address? So again, everybody knows that I'm not easily impressed, but the speech in the overall is absolutely a good start for a Premier who's just nine months into the position. I think this is made up of, uh, overall, a leadership in housing that knows what it is doing. It knows what should be the priorities of the problems, And more importantly and impressively, knows the problems that they're talking about. If you look at the 10-point plan, or what the Premier calls the the 10 pillars uh, of what they want to be doing in the next period, and uh, it's absolutely impressive. If you look at the details in terms of... Uh, all of those pillars, you can hardly fault any of those things. I will always have a, <clears throat> a discussion with the Premier and the leadership of housing as to whether this list of uh, pillars in its details do go far enough in uh, giving a content to a concept of a radical economic transformation, and that's a discussion that we can have with them, but we're quite impressed, I must say. This is quite a... Good intervention by the premier, and uh, we must commend. I'm the person who believes in one motto: when it is good, say it, and when it is bad, say it too. Mm-hmm. And uh, in relation to the question you were asking about the e-tolls, and I guess that's where we, we still have to have a discussion. In fact, we're going to ask for a discussion directly with the premier. And uh, now that he says that the conservation is led by the deputy president with the deputy president our understanding of the of the task team that was established by the premier to look at the, at the, at the, whether this falls is something that we can look at as a model moving forward uh that we should scrap this thing and this thing is not working will not work and if you look at the report as they presented it makes a very clear categorical story for this thing to be reviewed, not just uh, reviewed in order to make it uh, look uh, better, but it because it holds, uh, in particular for inner city, is always going to be disproportionately a burden to the low low and middle income. No matter how you can try to do it, only the super-rich are going to afford it, and uh, you can make it look better. It is a bad system. It's the most expensive way of collecting and paying for the debt. And in our very strong view, it has to be scrapped and that a new negotiation must start as to how we can fund an alternative or find an alternative to pay for the 20 billion pounds that the government is owing to whoever that put money to invest on the, on the, on the highways. Mr. Vavi, when you talk about radical uh, economic transformation, if you could just perhaps point out to us you know, one aspect that speaks to radical economic transformation. The full implementation of the Freedom Charter, in particular the clause that says the wealth of the country shall be shared. It says the mineral wealth beneath the soil uh, shall be transferred to the people of the whole. It says the monopoly industry shall be controlled for the benefit of the people as a whole. That's a radical economic transformation that will be missing or that is missing in all the state of the nation's address that we have missing. It means that we've got to address the property question, the the, the poverty of uh, our people and uh, in relation to the property uh, question. That's what you, you, you will call a radical economic transformation and when you see that we have a strategy to reverse what the President uh, Jacob Zuma was relating to in the State of the Nation address, where he said there's only 3% of direct ownership by black people in the companies listed in the China Stock Exchange. As long as you don't address that more directly and using the Freedom Charter Clause, you're still uh, playing in the periphery, I'm afraid.